All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the episode of the Bring the Juice Podcast. I'm your host, Frank Talana. Today, I'm co-hosting and an away game in Dallas, Texas with Michael Walker. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow, get after it. Today on the pod, we got Madre Hopper, also known as Dre. Yo. Dre, man of wearing many hats right now, including a Bring the Juice hat, which we appreciate. Yes. Uh, just real quick, let's let's start it off hot, bro. You just, and you did my dog you, Mosby, so that's how I seen you. Mosby, my guy. Yeah, yeah, that's how I seen Sanger you. Sanger banger, bro. Yeah, we was yeah. at the Panthers together. That's Absolutely, why I seen you. Bro. Yeah, hey, yeah. you went, you went, you went Raiders, Giants, Raiders, Panthers, yes. now Steelers, right? Now Steelers, yes, sir. League's business. Hey, man, undrafted life is part of it. Hey, start sorry, us off hot. Sorry. I feel like you got the juice. You, you I, I love your energy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, look here, man. I'm from Arlington, Texas, from the north side, man. Two parent household. Parents are married thirty years. Got an older sister, so you know what I'm saying. Came from a good home. Obviously, everything wasn't perfect, but everything wasn't bad either. So, you know, I think it'd be like my parents, blue-collar people. My dad works at UPS, American Airlines. My mom works for a software company. So just two hardworking people trying to make things. And um, playing football was just kind of a thing that I knew that my dad played. He's 6'4", 250, so a little bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? Played wide receiver. He's from Florida. My dad from St. Petersburg, Florida. Played at the University of Memphis, played wide receiver. Mm. But I just knew that my dad always knew that like sports was going to be able to give me a life and open up doors that made for other people just won't have. Because as Michael knows, we're able to get in certain rooms, certain, certain conversations, mm-hmm. certain business deals that if you try to pursue that, that, that other people just can't do or have to go the, the, the holy mile to get to. Yep. Right. So I knew that uh, at a young age, ball was going to be something that I liked to do and that I wanted to do. And it, it, it was a great thing and I don't change none of it, but it also kind of gave some of an identity crisis. And I know Michael probably thought about that too. So sometimes you ever think about like, I don't know if we're going to go into league or when we had troubles in college. Like, dang, what would I do if I didn't play ball? Oh, and I still think about that now. Even though ball's not over, it's not far from over, I still sit down and be like, what other talents does Madre have? Right. What other talents does Michael have? And we never actually sat on and thought about it because we never had to. We always right. just, oh, we focus on this ball. We're going to make it. We're going to be able to buy the jewelry and get the nice house and do this and do that. And so... You know, y'all got matching chains on low key. Yeah, 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 yeah. Side to my hey, jewelry, side hey. to Solomon, side to AK. This whole room, AK, this whole room is dancing right nah, now. Nah, for sure. But yeah, AK, you got the same jewelry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put so, them on. Yeah, hey, bro, I, them on. Hey, I need in a Dallas, Texas. Juice box, bro. Can I get a little yeah. juice? Box yeah, we can set that up. Look, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was excited to have Dre on here. I knew he's going to bring the energy. I knew this This definitely the guy is for this show. Like this podcast, Dre, he got the juice. So it's going to be a good one, man. I'm excited. I appreciate it, bro. I mean, you just, you set it off hot. Like, Understanding, and so obviously, I didn't make it to the league. I played sure. college with Mike. We had a great experience together. And even just into that experience, understanding, like, yes, college itself, you want to learn, you want to make, get an education, all that. But it's the connections you meet and the network Facts. you build that really gets you into those doors, those rooms that people Facts. don't understand. And I say all the time, strike while the iron's hot. Right. Guess what? You're in the league right now. People want to talk. People want to rent an Airbnb from a current NFL player. Mm-hmm. They don't go do uh, that. Hey, go do that. Hey, we'll get into Link that. Lincoln Bio, GG Shock on top. Yeah, we'll get we'll into that, that in a sec. But I'm saying, like, if you if you could capitalize on opportunities while the hype's still around your name, Thanks. you really can get some really you could get ahead of the game. Ahead of the game. And the thing is, if you I can see somebody told me a vet told me this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my dog Logan Ryan. I got a lot of it. Even like my mentor, we'll get into that. My mentor, Mike yeah, Hawkins, yeah. who he met, is Big like Mike, training yeah. me since. Eighth grade, he's not no trainer. He just showing me the love, just, right. just give me the juice, the knowledge, everything. But like, they tell me like, bro, even if you leave the league with two hundred thousand, let's say that obviously we want to make millions. Of course, but say you say you play three, four years, and you leave the league with two hundred thousand, you are still on a better foot than ninety eight percent of Americans. One hundred percent. How old are you, Dre? Twenty five. All right, so here's what I'm gonna say. I said this. I've said this to Mike. I've said this to a lot of boys of mine in the league. 
I work a hard job, 80 hours. My family farms onions for a living. Okay? Oh, yeah, you in working. It, in it. Been doing yeah. it. Get it. I'm used to it. I love it. It's made right. me the man I am today. Right. Hell, my athletic career, but now I'm back in it, right? right? As an adult. Right. And I said this. I manage a lot of people. I know friends that make good money. Right. Unless you're doing a gig like owning your own business or like real estate where you're commission-based per se, there's not many nine-to-fives where you're collecting 200 Gs a year. No. There's none. None. Not. And and I'm not – and again, obviously, I respect the game of football. I, For I sure. I'm part of it. My boys are they, – they're going through it. I'm mm-hmm. seeing them grind, do the thing, wishing them the best, supporting them. But – it also is different. Like, you've been doing this for a long time. No, for sure. It, I don't want to say it's a game because it, it is life. But at the same time, like, you understand, hey, it's not – it is 52 weeks a year. Don't get me wrong. No, for sure. But you got time to open a little Airbnb on the side. No, for sure. And you even think of it like this. Like Mike told me this. Even though Mike always told me, like, you put your heart, your soul, you put your everything into this ball. It's going to give you everything that you want to do. And you have to. And yeah, you may sacrifice other things in life. But right. at the same time, he also told me, okay, Madre, you don't budget your money. You go out and spend all your stuff. You got to remember, the average career is what? We get into the league at 22. We're not talking about people that are these, these anomalies. We're talking about you get into the league at 22, say you retire at 30. Okay. That's mm-hmm. eight years, right? Yep. That's an eight-year eight year career. That's a great career. You play eight years in the league, that's, great, that's a great career. Great career. No matter if you were Tom Brady, no matter <laughs> if you were just a dude who got a check of you who's a one-year dude, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You play eight years in the league, right? Right. You're only 30. We're living to 80. That's crazy. You have another 50 years. Yeah. Think about that. And things are only getting more and more expensive. The, I mean, so, the value yeah, of the dollars we're, going Yeah, down. we're doing all X, Y, and Z, but we, as football players, I think we think too much of like, Oh, it's going to be forever. But you realize that this is only 10, 15% of our life. Mm. Right. And it feels like so much more because of the work we put into it. Absolutely. Yeah. But you got to remember, you have another 40, 50 years outside of football that you still have to live. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're already hitting on right now. So, touch on what are you doing right now to get you prepared to move forward after football? The so, vehicles. Yeah. So, with me, obviously, you know, like, um, I, you know, I came out of uh, Southern Illinois I went to the Raiders undrafted, got right. signed off a of P-Squad active to the Giants. Yes. Played there for a year. Uh, next year, I ended up getting cut. You know, you know, no politics, you know, some mm-hmm. draft picks. They wanted to keep on the team. Even though I feel like I outplayed them, but it's just how it goes sometimes. And Michael yeah. knows that. You know it's that. It's a business. It's business how it goes. Sometimes you can be the best player, but, you know, you have to wait yeah, your turn. Yeah. It, just, it doesn't matter right now. They, right. they paid somebody. Has to, so, end up leaving, going back to the Raiders. The Raiders called, so they wanted me back. They ended up cutting me in a week. Um, I was on P-Squad there, and they cut me in a week. They wanted to get a safety. Which I didn't play safety, so it's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. And I'm going to the Panthers. Was there for two years. Came up, got played a little couple bit here and there. Um, and then um, yeah, now I'm at the Steelers. Right. So it's it's been a journey. And after all, like getting cut and you know spending money and like he knows like we made that first year our rookie year. We made all that money. Like it was just crazy. I'm like, man, I'm getting. 18, 20,000 a week. Like, it's different than a scholarship check. Different than a scholarship. I'm like a week. Yeah. And so. And it kind of messed me up because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to spend this bread. And nah. I'm going to make the team next year. Because I work hard. Right. Mm-hmm. I perform. Yep. It's not like I don't – and everybody knows, like, everybody knows me. I don't drink. So I work out a lot. I work out all the time. I'm prepared. It wasn't like, oh, I got the money. I spent the money. I just stopped working out. Right. No. Nah. Yeah. I came back in the camp. Killed it. Crushed it. Came to OTAs. Killed it. Crushed it. And then I got cut. And I'm on P-Squad. Now my check dropped. And obviously, what was me? First world problems. But yeah. The spending habits didn't change. And then mm-hmm. I was like, well, dang, Madre, this ain't good because now you didn't spend a lot of money. Now you ain't get it back the next year. 
Now you sitting around looking at your account. It ain't jumping like it used to. Them yeah. 20,000 checks ain't jumping. You getting five a week now. Right. And I know people are like, oh, I'd love to get that. Yeah, I understand that. But right. if you built up this certain type of lifestyle, mm-hmm. it's hard to, to do that type of cut. So then I'm like, dang, okay. So that next year came. Okay, boom, at the Panthers. I'm going I'm to do it. Go out there, have a great camp. Didn't work out. We have some draft picks. We ended up getting... You know, we ended up getting another first rounder, ended up paying some dues, and just didn't work out for me. Yep. And it wasn't because I couldn't play, just the way the business side of it. Yeah. But business. then I'm like, okay, you know what? One, I'm tired of getting cut. Right. So obviously, I, I must work harder because I don't see it as a, oh, they're doing me bad. I don't know. I never. That, you're, not, not, you're not pointing the finger. That's not how I no. was raised. Right. Mm-hmm. That means that, Madre, you are not going in there and being that much dominant where they just cannot deny you. Right. So how I saw it, you got to go harder. You got to work harder. But on the other hand, the way you spend this money, you you can't do that. Right. So then I was like, okay, you know what? Let me figure out another way to make money. And I sat down with my family and my team and just, okay, I looked at, you know, I looked at maybe starting a clothing brand or I looked at maybe trying to do acting or modeling, you okay. know, just whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I thought real estate would be the best thing for me. But at the time, you know what I'm saying, without... So people don't understand this. When you make this type of bread, but it's a year-to-year thing, like, Michael, no, even though we get contracts and all that, they still cut you. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have got cut and maybe not play for the next 10 weeks. Right. So it's hard for me to- You're never safe. Yeah, it's hard for me to go out and do certain things. That's one of the reasons why I haven't bought a house yet. It's one of the reasons why I haven't done things like that yet because my career's been a little shaky, and so it's uh-huh. just hard for me to make that type of commitment. So I was like, okay, I want to buy a property, but I don't want to shell out the same money for a down payment. Yeah. Because- yeah. Yeah, I have the money to go spend forty, fifty thousand on a down payment. Sure. But if I do that and that takes a chunk out of my, you know, my cash and I don't play for the next year, yeah. it's like, oh man, how oh now it's yeah. like okay. Now, now I'm I gotta I'm paying off a house, but yeah. I, I'm I'm watching now, my obviously chips you hope that you know that you you know you, you get renters and this, of but course. you know I know that, that stuff like that be changing. You gotta right. have reserves. So then I was like, okay, Airbnb. Let me start with that. And I still wanna do real estate, but I was like, okay, let me start with Airbnb. A little yeah. cheaper for me to get into. Yeah. It's a for lease. Sure. If it doesn't work, you know what I'm saying? I can get up out of it, right. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how I got into the Airbnb field. And now I'm at four Airbnbs and obviously I end up getting a business bank account and business credit cards and stuff like that to able to offset some of those costs. There's a- these Airbnbs. Yeah. Where they at? I want to I wanna, I wanna so pl- plug you yeah, right Yeah, now, yeah, for sure. I got I got two in Dallas and two I got two in Arlington Grand Prairie area, kind of down the street from the stadium, but also next to the Epic Center, okay. Epic, which is like this indoor water park in Grand Prairie. So if you're oh. from Texas in this area, you'll know about it. Right. Link in my bio, your Instagram, they're going to tag me all that. So no, 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 we're going to make sure we flash Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, so, I mean, yeah, so that's kind of how I got started with that. And it's been going well, because I, I did three of them this year in one month. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, you're making moves. I moved fast because yeah. Good. I was okay. Took the business credit card, forget it, max it out, boom, hit it. Took my other cash, boom, did it, just so I could get it going. And now, obviously, it's paying myself back from making income and making getting things going. But it's going well. I'm making profit. I'm, I'm, there you go. I'm making money. You. I'm paying the rent. Obviously, the most important part to pay Absolutely. the rent. And obviously, yeah. making a little money. But I know that when the summer hits, and obviously, I get the reviews. Because everybody knows everybody's algorithms and having a certain amount of reviews. Bro, I mean, yeah. I mean the podcast and, game is the same shit, bro. It's 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 all about right. hitting it at the right time, yeah. getting the right five-star Facts. reviews, all Facts. that stuff. A couple of comments, maybe like you know, exactly. little, so little, little post the whole on the like gram. gurus on Instagram. Right, right. Oh, you spend twenty thousand on Airbnb, and you're gonna make a hundred thousand in two months. Shit ain't always sweet, bro. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah out of no, 
No, because yeah. there's algorithms, there's reviews you need. You got to have certain uh, processes in place. Right. Everything is just a little different. You got to have a little money to float it. Because think about when I was getting it furnished out and stuff have like to, that, you, still, you may not make all your rent that month. So you have to still pay your rent. Because, right. you know, say if you start in the middle of the month, well, you only have three weeks to make the rent, man. It's, you know, it's things. And you, want, you don't want to start too high, too low. It's just a whole bunch of factors. How many wrenches you had so far? It's still fresh, fresh. I don't know. I mean, I've pretty much been booked out every day. It's probably only been about like Damn. five to eight days on each unit that I haven't been booked. There you go. So I've been doing pretty good. Yeah. Good. Now I'm on the process of raising my prices. So I didn't start out super right. high because I wanted to build the reviews, build the yes. stars, and then slowly raise the prices smart. where Absolutely. people see, okay, they're not just going to be caught off guard. Yeah. About the prices. And then it's going to get to a point where, dang, he has 40 reviews and all five stars. They're going to pay the price. They're going to pay it. you? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, as, a, as a guy who's rented Airbnbs in the past. Yeah. You look for stuff like that. Why, why wouldn't you? Say I'm charging this amount, but I got two reviews. Yeah. yeah. That's just not going to work. It's not going to well, work. Also, I mean, like I, we recently went on my bachelor party and like my fiance went on her bachelorette and they went through the process of trying to find a house. They're trying to stay in Malibu, right. girls, you know, yoga and all right. that bullshit. And <laughs> a little different than Cabo. Yeah. But like we, combo. but like they got bamboozled on the whole Airbnb thing because this place, oh, it, it said it had five stars. It was pretty reasonably priced. These pictures look like they were in the Beverly Hills freaking like, you know. And that's a no-no. Don't be lying on Airbnb. And they were lying and they got bamboozled. And I'm so I'm over here and they're they can't, they're like, oh, we don't know where they're gonna stay now. That was a fake spot. They got they got gypped yeah. on the whole thing. And it's yeah. like you can't do that either. No, Obviously, yeah. you're not fucking doing it. Nah, that but shit. you want to represent your property properly. Like, I have professional photos, but I'm not adding photos that aren't my property. Do you advertise at all that you're an NFL athlete owner? on the properties? At first, I did it because I never really thought about it now, but then my financial advisor was like, why don't you have that in your bio? So I did add it now. Yeah. I did add it I on would my say bio. This. I would say I did this. add it. At first, I don't know. I just never thought about it. I don't know. I it's never... not I never think about it, but it's also like you want to be humble with your shit. Right. And, and you don't want people to only come after you because of it. Yeah. But you earn those stripes, Dre. Yeah. I would say too, though, like as a person who does, like I, every time, I don't do hotels anymore. If right. I go somewhere to stay, I'm taking Airbnb. I right. got a family now. We're going right. Airbnb. You need the space. If I know, okay, this dude's a professional athlete, professional, then I think you're professional. So right. I'm going to trust you more For based sure. off of that than, oh, I yeah. just looked at a review because like he said, like it was a fake Airbnb spot. Right. But if you're a person, I could just Excuse go me. look you up. You're all good. good. You're, per- I can go look you up. Like yeah. you're not, so- you rip me off, I can go find you. I can nah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You can. No, you can but I'm saying like you could I could sue you you know you what I'm saying you. So like, sure, sure, sure. you're a person if you put that on there it's more like I feel more comfortable doing that because I could find that person when people get scammed they the people it's a fake account right. they disappear I don't know who it and is and I did I did add it to my bio now I, don't, sure. I didn't know that people really looked at the bio yeah, oh, yeah. okay here's the way people I would, really click your profile <laughs> and look at the bio <laughs> I, do. I, I, I do I do too yeah. but okay well, I always stayed at hotels I yeah. never really did Airbnb because I don't really have a family or nothing and I like the experience of a hotel I like the valet and stuff like that and especially on cities that you know what I'm saying? I'm not familiar with Sheets hotels are tucked in all tight. He, you know, hotels kind of give me like a little safety feel. Because sometimes yeah. Airbnbs, you know, you're well, in somebody's say, neighborhood. I've been there. Yeah. Part of that too. So I'd be like, okay. Now, if it's yeah. a big crowd, big group of us, it's one thing. But by right. myself, I'd be like, man, I'm going to stay at a hotel. At least I know I'm somewhat safe. Somewhat right, safe, right, yeah. Right, right. Right. And, well, and I'm thinking like, from the apples to apples category side of things, like, let's say, I'm not saying these are Airbnbs, but like, if I'm trying to rent a house in Dallas right. and it's X amount of square feet and it right. looks like this, and the same exact house is right next to it. And I'm reading the bios, and it, let's say it's your twin brother, and one of them says, you know, my name, instead of Dre, it's it's Andre, yeah. instead of Madre, <laughs> and he's whatever. But you put in your bio, oh, by the way, uh, I'm an NFL defensive back, right. or I'm an NFL whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 
chances are as an American, like you're probably, probably, yeah, probably, probably going to book that one. And I added it to my bio, which is and wild. I haven't, and I haven't seen anybody ever comment about it to me yet. Now, it may have got me some bookings. We just don't know. Because I don't think nobody's going to out really just say, you throw hey, a jersey up there, bro. I, I booked your unit because you said you're an NFL. Yeah, can I bio. get an autograph? But I'm pretty sure they, like you said, I know people do look at it. Yeah, that's things I have to learn over time. The right description, the right the way you do your photos. Like, my, and I'll see you guys on links. Y'all can look at it. It's really nice, though. Like, the links to HD photos, really detailed, yeah, yeah. and the lighting, and all that really does matter. And getting bookings and staying getting bookings and people coming to your units, all that really matters. Bro, Joe, we were just talking before you got here. We were smacking some Wingstop, and we were talking about just kind of just hustles in life and stuff. And I don't want to go into the dog one, but yeah. my brothers and me, uh, we used to go on Craigslist, okay, and we'd buy for like three hundred bucks, like a like a crappy little dirt bike. Okay, mm-hmm. Craigslist doesn't always look the most presentable, right? It's not. We'd go, we'd wash it, mm-hmm. and take a nice professional picture of it, yeah, and sell it for six hundred dollars more, like the same day. Yeah, see, easy because easy it's flip. all about how the are pictures. you presenting yourself, presenting. like Facts. anything, and like. You know, you could use that too as in first impressions. If you're going to a business meeting, you're going to make sure you look presentable. Right, for business sure. Business presentable. That's part of the deal. At this point in life, especially, like, even just shaking a dude's hand, like, you're going to make eye contact. Right. Make sure you got, you know, not some soft-ass little dead fish. Right, right, like, right, you know, right, right. You're going to get in there a little bit. Like, nah, I for some sure. testosterone in my nah, ass. Nah, for sure. And it's just, it's just the way you kind of go about it. And I think, you know, the vehicle, you understanding at the young age of, yes, we're bringing in this type of income and the unique occupation of a professional football player like it's 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 one in whatever million it is oh, for sure but the fact that you have said hey i'm gonna take this bread put it in a vehicle that will lead me to ultimately more bread that's sustainable and nice. guess what it doesn't matter if the raiders giants panthers steelers falcons Rams, whoever the hell <laughs> dealing right. with these days they want me or not, guess what? I'm still making better. Right, for sure. Yeah. I'm still, and, and, my, and that's the biggest thing for me. Like, I want to make sure my family's still taken care of. And exactly. yeah, I want to have a great career in the league. I, I want to be a Hall of Famer. I want to be the best. I, I didn't do all this work and I didn't wake up at 6 a.m. when I was at seven years old running hills and not going to birthday parties and not doing sleepovers. And I didn't put all this work in to come in here and be average. Yeah. Right. But at the end yeah. of the day, at the same time, I know that the bread will stop. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know the checks will stop coming. And you still need to be able to set your family up to still support them, however that comes. So I was like, nah, I got to do something else. And to me, why would you not? Right. Yeah. Look at all the basketball players. Basketball players do it. They do it mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. They're getting their dues and they're buying land and buying farms and getting these tech deals. Hey, farm guy, let me know if you want to get in on that. You bro. know what I'm saying? And like, <laughs> all these dudes are doing it. So it's like, why football players not doing more deals? We're smart. We're yeah. not dumb. Why do you think that is? I think the culture is just different. I, th- I think it's more less people. I think it's more of the fact that we wear helmets. You know what I'm saying? Basketball Our players, face is not on the screen. I say that all the time. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen football anything. I, and Mike, mm-hmm. we talked about this before. Football is one of the only sports where they, on Sundays, bro, you're on their fantasy team. They got your fucking jersey up in their house. Yeah. yeah. They love you. When you're walking out with the headphones on pregame, they're asking for autographs all that. Right. Guess what? You come with a fit to the mall. They don't even know who the fuck you think, are. Think about, think about like this. They don't know who you are. They don't. If you're the seventh, let's say you're the seventh rotational player on the basketball team, right? You, you get in the game. You're, you're the seventh. You're not the right. sixth man. You're seventh. But you don't have a helmet on. If you walk around the mall, you will see like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, he, yeah. You're my favorite. Right, I know right, the right. guy. You're a football player. You're a second string football player. Let's say you're second string. You play a lot, but you're not a starter. I don't know who the fuck you are. Maybe your number, like you wear your number on you. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Is, or maybe you like, if you yeah. tell somebody your last name, they may be like, 
Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I, you're from, I, I, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's different though. Yeah. I'm, as a basketball Football player, is different. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're a recognized it's the same thing that goes by what I just told him. Like when yeah. you say that, like, oh, I'm so and so, you know, and I have these properties. Oh, okay. I, I can relate to you. You know, I, I think I know I know of that guy. So I can right. definitely choose that guy. Right. Yeah, basketball player, you see them there. I mean, those guys, we we talk about like he's talking about all this different stuff they get into, all those different type of avenues that they get to. Right. It's because people recognize them. They yeah. do. And that's the biggest part. That's the biggest disconnect from football to basketball. Yeah. And I think um more so in basketball too as well. Like what I be seeing, like they're they're more taking dudes under their wing and able to like exercise that right to go invest in things and go do other things. And I feel like in football, we don't in the locker room, I'm not sure about your locker room, but you don't nobody really talks about investments. Nobody mm-hmm. really talks about what they do with their money. No, if yeah. you ask a vet, hey, how do you invest or what do you do? I'm not saying sure. they won't tell you. No. But I've never had a vet be like, hey guys, I got this deal coming. Who wants, guys, in? who wants in? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, never. Never. Damn. And I'd be seeing basketball players do that all the time. They'd be like, oh, yeah, him and him and him are getting it. I'm like, dang, why are we not doing that? So now it's like, okay, Madre, I'm going to do it. But now I got to build up my process for it because I want to own apartment complexes. And I really believe if we got a couple dudes in the league, say we got 10 of us to throw in 10, 10, 10 bands, right? Mm-hmm. Just 10, that's $100,000. With our contracts, right? We could get it, we could leverage and get a million dollars from somebody to give us a million dollars, right? They'll, they'll, match, it. they'll match it. They'll, they'll match it, right? Yeah. So say that we do that. We could go get an apartment complex and we all got percentages in it, all getting payouts every month. Sustainable you know income. And then that's bro. something for our kids down the road. But obviously, you have to get guys' mindset around it. You have to have the right team because a lot of dudes get scammed. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of people out here who do business. But you got to, you yeah. also take your money and, and go dip right, on so you. You got to find the dude, though, too. And, and this is, I think, this is one of the harder things to do that you could trust. Nah, for sure. That's, yeah. In the whole, in the whole, no, nah, that's shebang. the biggest thing for sure. Because there's a lot of snakes. Listen, I'm not an agent, I'm not an investor or anything right. like that. I mean, I invest, but I'm not right. going to tell you. I'm not going to say, right. hey, yo, Dre, Mike, uh, give me a million dollars each. This is what we're going to do. You're just what you're going to get. I'm not going to be the dude who puts my neck on the line for that right. because I know how shit goes. I've been scammed yeah. by friends before in my life mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, damn, I could really use that. $35,000 right now in my life. But, in, yeah, 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 yeah. Planning a wedding. I ain't going to say honeymoon. nothing, but I'm just I, saying. I've invested with people and, and, didn't, and I know you can lose on investments, but still, I, I look it. back at the money unlocked and I'm like, bro, I can really use that right yeah. now. X, y, and really use it right now. And I'm just saying like, but regardless, fi- building up that trust to be like, I, you know what? I trust this dude. I understand that it's going to come apart. I think it's too wishy-washy in sports because guys who aren't involved in athletics, mm-hmm. They, they want to be, and that's their avenue. It's like, hey, you got money. I know what to do with money. Let's be a team. And it's, But in reality, and maybe pr- more pro athletes with big bread need to get involved to say, hey, yo, I understand what it's like for you to be right. not a Tom Brady type contract, yeah. but you got, you're ahead of the game. Right. Let's invest in these few avenues. Right. And you're going to be and that's good. That's what I said. I think the vets you're could, be good could, could do that. Or when we become vets, we can do that. Like, it may not be every deal. I ain't telling nobody to bring everybody and bring the uh-huh, whole village. Bro. But if you know you got a couple dudes in the locker room that have the same mindset as you and that and that still want to take care of their family besides, you know, outside of ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, I'm looking at purchasing an apartment complex. This is the amount. These are the numbers. This is the cap rate. This is what, how many, this is the rent roll. Sure. This is what mm-hmm. we're going to need to do. This is the interest rate. If you want to invest on it, you know, just, you know, let me know something. See one thing. One thing I want to touch on, just kind of bring it off a little bit, mm-hmm. because you got a really inspiring story. Like you know me, you and me were getting to know each other. Yeah, we got a, my brother Jay White. You guys hit it off. Yeah, for sure. You got an inspirational story. I think it's perfect for bring the juice. I mean, we, I want to. Yeah. I want to go. I'm you know this is hot. Guy. I want to go. I want to take us through that. I mean, <laughs> you, you were that guy around here. So take us yeah, that. man. Football so story. you know, 
from Arlington, Texas, had like 40 offers coming out of high school. It was a bunch of, it was a couple of us. Me, Shane Bouchelle, who played for the Chiefs. Right. Uh, Chris, he went to Alabama. Kofi went to uh, Arkansas. And so we were all coming out. I ended up committing to Oklahoma State. Loved it there. No big deal. Graduated high school early. You know what I'm oh. saying? So I went in January, yeah. in spring. Came into school already a sophomore. Like, because I was taking dual credit classes. Already taking, so I was ahead of the game. You were built for this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just, this, is, this is my life. This Chosen is like, one. Like, right, yeah, right. I do business and all that, but I love football. This, yeah, yeah. this was what I was bred to do. That's why I, I want to take it here. Because like, you got I was bred story. to do this. Like, literally. Let like, my dad literally used to run heels every Saturday morning as a kid. Ran summer track. Did Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Did ballet. Tap dance. Uh, gymnastics. Like, all this to build myself up. Like, yeah. we really did this. So, it's like, go to college. Freshman year. Play as a true freshman. You know, play special teams. Play a little bit on defense. woo de woo Next year, come back. I'm like, okay. But see, I was getting into it with my coaches because, like, I was a kid that I was a, I was a hard competitor. In practice, I went hard. You have I to. went real hard. And mm. a lot of people didn't like that. They didn't Nobody like how does. hard I did. Nobody they does. didn't like that in practice. I wanted full speed and I want to crush you every single rep. Yeah. So, you know, I would get into it other other offensive players. You know, we would get into fights in practice and woo woo this. You know, little stuff like that. But I'm yeah. a true competitor. And I'm not going to ever back down from that. But I did learn... You do got to control yourself at times too. Mm. And so sometimes I feel like I never like disrespect. So I feel like if somebody was talking to me uh, out of character or not talking to me like I'm a little kid, I just never, I never liked that. So I'll bump heads sometimes with the coaches about, you know, how we do certain things or certain techniques or, and it wasn't no so like, I don't like authority. It was just like, nah, I have an opinion on it. So let's talk it out. Sure. And I feel like in college let's be sometimes- men. Let's be men. In college, they feel like, well, you should do this because I told you so. 100%. And I didn't ever like it because I'd be like, why? I, I, I have a good grade. I have a 3.8. I go to class. I never, I'm not late on anything. I don't cause no trouble. Why Why can we have like a grown conversation? So sure. bumped heads a lot. And I remember I got into a, uh, this, I, I had been a couple fights in practice, but I'd never been in trouble in school and nothing like that. But you know, they already kind of, you know, I know using college, like the dudes that fight too much, they kind of, oh, you need to stop that. Yeah. They don't be liking that. And so, um, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, whatever. It's, it's practice. a testosterone run. It's high, practice. Though. That's what I'm saying. So I was bumping heads with my DB coach. He just wasn't seeing eye to eye. And then I got into like this one last fight in practice. I remember I woke up the next morning, my locker was empty. It said Cowboy football. Yeah, mm-hmm. just next morning. And so then I had a meeting with Coach Gundy, and he was just like, um, felt like this is not a good, you know, spot for you. Feel like you need a fresh start somewhere. And that was it. And they just kicked me out the team, just like yeah, that. And you were just you were just out there floating. Floating. So they moved me out of the Mm. Uh, football dorms. You know, we had the football apartments that everybody lived in. I went to go live with, I hate to say regular people, but just non-athletes. Yes. Yeah, non-athletes. Not yeah. regular people, just non-athletes. You know, small. Mm. I stopped going to class. Didn't Failed all. Didn't, I didn't care. I was depressed. I don't Football, yeah. I was like, man, you know, back then, this is 2017 before the portal stuff happened. So, you know, yeah. they blocked me from going to a lot of schools. I wasn't really sure I was going to transfer and wooty woo and all this. So I was really depressed. I know my career was going to go and I knew it. And I was like, man, I, I just went from being a three-star, four-star, having all these offers to going to college, thinking, you know, I'm going to take over, graduate, right. you know, leave in three years, go to the league, go first round. And now I'm not on a team right now because of getting in fighting practice. Yeah. It, it threw me off for a loop. But I needed that, though, because I did need to calm down. I did need it to sometimes right. be able to walk away. But it was still, to me, it was still stupid. It could have been yeah. worked out. But they didn't have to. They don't have to do nothing. And so yeah. then- The business, I the business mean, side shit. End up- um. So then, you know, I had a lot of free time on my hands because I wasn't playing balls during the season, too. I could kick off, I could kick the team second game of the season. It's mm. during the season. This is during the season. This yeah. is September. Yeah, September. Wow. This okay. I missed my whole sophomore year. I have no sophomore year tape. Wow. I don't even know how that's legal. So you're, but, so you're watching, you're wa- you're yeah. waking up on Saturdays like, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Like, like you're watching the team. Yeah, play. it wasn't big, like, big I, I, you know, I don't smoke, I don't drink, so I didn't feel no drug test. No, I got to yeah. fight in practice. Kick me off because they just feel like fighting in practice. Fighting in practice. That's crazy. 
And I never spoke on it. I never called the media because I never told you I don't believe in stuff like that. I'm not yeah. gonna bash nobody. They gave me opportunity as a scholarship. I still appreciate them. Sure. Now maybe I would have handled it differently. And I don't yeah. believe in crushing kids' dreams or careers like that. Nah. Yeah. But they didn't want to work with me. And that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. So sophomore year, boom, take us through that. What's the next steps? Sophomore year, you're, you're sitting in you're tell at me about, the dorm room. What are you doing? Tell me about the first Saturday you're watching from your dorm. That's I was not sick. the football dorm. I was sick. I was sick, man. You, like, had, to watch, you had to watch. I had to watch State everybody. On yeah, on TV. And everybody's like, why you didn't travel? What happened? And this, this, and that. People at the crib telling my parents, oh, I heard Madre. People don't realize I that. I heard Madre whole... stop playing football to go go do music. Or he got kept the team because <laughs> he got in trouble with the law. And I'm like, this is a bunch of lies, man. Yeah. But like, how, how was that breaking that to your dad? Like He was pissed. He's like, I, you I ruined your pissed. career. Yeah, like, you know, you said your he dad was me. playing the league. He's like, he's like, all my hard work, you just ruined it. I was, I mean, how did that, how do you take that? It's gotta be, I mean, I, I emotional was, day, emotional I mean, day. I was like, dang, I felt bad. Cause to me, I wear my parents' name on my, my, my back. Yeah. That's, I, everything I do is a representation of my parents. Absolutely. And I'm like, damn, man, I couldn't even come to college. Which I respect and, the hell yeah, out of, by the way. I couldn't even come to college and handle my business. And I was brave for you. Yeah, remember, like, I wasn't like, oh, I just played football for fun. No, I knew how to act. I know how to carry right. myself. And you telling me I couldn't control my anger enough and I killed the team? Yeah. I can see I killed the team for, for missing practice, failing drug tests. Right. Uh, not going to class, you know, bad, not, GPA, bad GPA, liability, whatever. I killed the team for, for arguing with my coaches and getting into a fight, getting into fights in practice. I could see if I got into fights in games, stuff like that. Nah. Cost of 2015 on penalties, Nah, none of that. And I'm like, man, this is stupid. I was, I felt bad. I did. I didn't know how to tell my mom. I told my mom I got killed the team. My mom was like, what? And so then I get she called and they were just like, we just feel like, you know, we can't control them and this, this and that. And it was a bunch of, a lot of BS. Like, yeah. A lot of stupid stuff that on their side yeah. and my side. Some of the right. stuff I could have just walked away. Some of the stuff you didn't have, you didn't need to talk to me like that or go about it in that way. Sure. But sometimes you have to take that type of stuff in life in order to get where you need to go. Because we know in the league, coaches are going to say certain things, they're going to do certain things, and you can't react to that. You can't show them that it bothers you. Sometimes you got to say, yes, sir, and keep pushing. Yep. Yeah. That's why I said it taught me a good lesson and prepared me for the league. I'm going to go through disappointments like that. And I can't always react the way I want, even if I am right. You can't just blow up, even if you have the right, whole right, right, right to. You mm -hmm. got to sit there and be like, "You got to take right, it on the chin sometimes." It's it's not. And as a young thing. dude, 18, 19, you know, I graduated early. I'm young. I didn't really have that much maturity. It was hard for me. And oh, yeah, they should have worked with me. But that's but, not even 18, 19. But that's that's as a man. As a man. Right? And like, and guess what? College football, you got to become a man real quick. No, nah, for sure. Because you, it's sink or swim. And some schools would have worked with you. You know, I'm sure you yeah. had good, you had like you said you love Fresno. You had great coaches. They would have worked with you. Yeah. They yeah, just yeah. chose not to work with me for whatever reason. So how'd you end up at Southern Illinois? So, finna transfer. I end up. So I tell you, I told them earlier. I end up getting shot. So I end up. I went to go. <laughs> hey, you can't just yeah, I know. Speak I know. I know. So I I was going out to the mall. I went. I was going out to the mall. OKC was like you know like you're 30, not on 40 the minutes. team at this point. You're not on no, team. I'm not on the team. All right, you just going out went to the out mall. to the mall. It was out there pretty late. I was end up leaving. I went to go visit some friends. I was in the parking lot of an of a apartment complex. Okay. Some dude walked up on me. I had a scat pack in college. Okay. So, oh, wow. you know what I'm saying? I was, money, around, I was riding around big a little money. decent. And so I, I wasn't sure if he was trying to like, I don't know if he was trying to rob me from my car or whatever he thought I had, whatever it may be. Sure. So we got into like a little scuffle, ended up having another dude there, ended up getting shot and then get, getting away, calling the ambulance, you know, and the rest is that. He shot you? Yeah. Some right. other dude came out the corner in my knee. Hurt? How did you get away? Well, we ended up like tussling. And then he ended, I don't think he really wanted to shoot nobody, to yeah. be honest. He just started like Accident, he just started right? like really busting, trying to like, I think trying to scare me, end up hitting me. And then I ended up just getting in the car and driving away. And then like I was like, dang. So I was like, dang, because I knew my knee started hurting. And I was like, well, I know I didn't hit my knee. So I looked at it, had a little, little, it's something like a little 22. 
And then like, I had a little bullet hole. So then I checked my body. We'll, we'll see if I had any other hits. And Because now I, I went to school to be a physical therapist. So I was in medical classes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like, I'm not saying I've I been shot before. But, but no, you I, could dissect your- Well, I could look at myself and be like, okay, I know but enough. But you had the adrenaline going where you're like, I got to get out I didn't here. feel it though. Really? It so didn't just, hurt. Damn, and to be, be honest, I'm not, no, that's no tough guy stuff. I just had enough adrenaline where you yeah. know, you're trying to fight or flight. Right. Yeah. It's your life yeah. on the line. You're not going to worry about no pain. No, no, no. no, no obviously, no. after that's it not even crossing off, your mind. Yes, it was hurting. My knee was swollen. Yeah, all that. But at the time, no, it really didn't hurt that bad, to be honest. Like, it's not like the movies where you get hit and just sitting on the ground crying. Nah. So getting shot in your knee, like, did that affect, like, ACL, MCL, like all. I mean, we, we it just it just hit a little bit of like my bone. That was it. So was you, were, you were God has God has blessed me. Could you have ran the next day? I didn't need surgery technically. They just wanted to do surgery to make sure there wasn't a still bullet fragments in there. Okay, and to make sure everything was okay. But you had like no rehab after nothing like oh, that. Oh, I had to do rehab. They had surgery. Right. They right. cut my whole knee open. Oh, so they oh so they had, they, they, they had to cut you. They had to cut okay. you. Yeah, had to go in there and clean it. I out didn't know if everything. it was like in the thigh. They just no, they it went out. they went straight through my knee and then out the back. Oh, damn. It went yeah. all the way through. Yeah, it went all the way through. It, was, it had to have been pretty close then. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, had surgery, like a little, like, so they had to, you know, look at my knee and make sure everything was good and clean it out, make sure no bullet fragments, everything all like that. Next day, so my mom, I called my mom. I was like, hey, I'm about to owe you medical. Like, you need to come pick me. Like, and my mom was like, what? And I was like, it was just crazy. It was crazy time. Yeah. And then my mom came in, got me, we drove back to the school, back to my little dorm. I didn't, it was finals week. This was December, like, 10th or something like that. Yeah. Didn't study for them. I felt every single final. I felt every final. I think I made season D's that year. I felt every final. Just done. Which is unlike you. You're just done. Like, I yeah. Done. And, and I was done. What we hear about, that's not and you. I got killed the team. I didn't play all year. Yeah. Didn't know what school I was going to. I was trying to go to Arkansas, trying to go to SMU, maybe trying to come back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Uh, Chad Morris was the coach at, at Arkansas at the time. He had just left SMU. Okay. They had some type of thing with it. They were over scholarship limit. They were trying to get people out. Like, oh, we want you to wait till May. It was a lot of stuff going on. Me trying sure. to transfer. Then my knee was messed up now. Yeah. So then I was like, well, dang. I didn't want a lot of coaches and be like, hey, I'm healthy. Because when I go to the visits, I'm going to be on crutches. Yeah. Crutches is tough. You so, could be a limp is one thing. Yeah. Crutches are tough. So it's like, obviously, I lost everything. I Nobody wants to recruit me. Especially nobody knows what's going on with my knee. And so I was the only school that still. So my best friend from high school was playing there. So at, just, at Southern Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, Bryce. Salukis. Saluki. 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 Yeah. So Bryce, okay. Okay. He, he asked his coach, Wooty Woo. And this is before I got shot. I already reached out to him just to have an offer, you know. Something safe. At first, they took the offer back. So I told my parents, okay, well, I don't want to miss a semester for one school purposes. And I need to be on somebody's team. And I could have waited till May to try to go to one of these bigger schools. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. Me, me sitting out a year may have not been good. Because yeah. of my knee health. I need to get on somebody's team. And me going through- You're an athlete. You're 19, 20 at this point? 20, it's my sophomore year. So I was 20. Yeah. 19, 20. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something like that. So I was like, man, my parents. So I was like, okay. Suddenly I took their offer away, but we said we'll, still, we'll walk on. Yeah. And I was going to sell my car and then use that to pay the tuition costs. Okay. Damn. Yeah. So- At Southern Illinois, Saluki. Yeah. In Carbondale, Illinois. Carbondale, Illinois. Damn. Talk Tell to me about yeah, Carbondale, huh? Illinois real quick. But elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Um, old school. Been around for a while. Middle of nowhere. Two hours from the airport. From St. Louis Ooh. Airport. But the cornfield. Super old. Not a lot going on. Small school. It was a different world. What, did, what, are, are they, what are they? D1? D1 AA? D1 AA. Okay. So you got yeah. FCS. Yeah. I mean, they were terrible. <laughs> no offense. They were terrible. We went 2-9 yeah. and nine my first year there. Ooh. So you were there for three, how long? Two years. Okay. Two years. All right. So you, you got your career there. You come in. You're coming in hot. Well, I didn't play spring ball because my knee was messed up. Okay. You come in summer? Yeah. Well, I came to spring ball. I just couldn't do nothing. <laughs> so I was doing rehab, and that's pretty much it. So to go from OK State 
Yeah. Hyped up. Yeah. High Playing in front of 60,000 people to playing in front of 200. What was 200? What was the yeah, mental like? The game. What was 200. the mental like? Going I was crushed. Back. I was yeah. in a deep, I was in a dark place. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you stay up? I mean, with Mike, my family, and just the goal, like, man, I told myself my career ain't gonna die here. Yeah. I'd be darned. Oh, I'm not, my career's not done. I don't care what nobody else says oh. about me. I'm a warrior. Yeah. I'm a real life warrior. Right. I'm a real life warrior. I really yes. am nice at this. I really can play ball. I really am nice. And I know that if God blessed me enough to be able to still run yeah. and walk after taking a bullet to the knee, I know I'm meant to play football. You are. And I will not allow SIU to take the joy, the, the hunger, none of my transgressions, none of the people talking bad about me, none of the coaches said what they said, none of that. They will not stop me from achieving my goal. No. And every day I woke up and every day I grind up there and I was a janitor at there. I was janitor. I worked from five to midnight, you know what I'm saying, to make ends meet, to work. I worked at big lots because we weren't getting the same type of bread at Oklahoma State. We weren't getting the same type right. of support because it's a smaller school, less money. Yeah. It is right. what it is. We rode buses there every game, eight-hour bus trips. Damn. You know what I'm saying? We only Damn. got one pair of cleats. I had to buy my own pair of cleats. So I had two pairs of cleats. We only had one helmet. Damn. We didn't have all these different jerseys. No, it, it, ain't, it ain't high level D1 anymore. Yeah. Ain't none of that. Right. So it's like, okay. And we only got fed once a day. We only got breakfast. Breakfast is the only meal that was guaranteed. Everything else was on you. Damn. So I was struggling whether I'd stay in the lunchroom and I would just sit there till they, till they I would stay in the, the breakfast. So we go to breakfast in the morning, breakfast check, and I'll stay in there till, till they change for lunch so I can eat again. So I did. I missed the whole class. I missed all my classes. I have a, I, you know, I had friends and people that was in class giving me the notes. I got to eat. So I ain't got no money. Right. So my parents helped support me here and there, but you know, they couldn't do the same things Oklahoma State nah, was nah, doing. It's, yeah. it's just different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And my parents, we're not broke or nothing, but we ain't, I ain't, we ain't wealthy. We're just middle class people that work hard. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and obviously my parents are paying my car note now. They're paying the insurance. Lots of they weren't, didn't need to pay because Oklahoma State, I could afford to pay some of that stuff, but now I really ain't got nothing. And I had a little stipend check. So we got like $750 a month, but my rent was $600. So my, you know, gas is like $50. So I had yeah. about $100 for the month. So you got to make it stretch. Got to make it work. Huh? Got to make it work. So I was up there just grinding. That's why I became a janitor and tried to work and different stuff like that to try to make things work. So I just went up there, did my two years there. We played this, we played Ole Miss. I played DK Metcalf and all of them. My knee just wasn't, I kept coming off the bench. I wouldn't even start my first year there, my junior year. I was coming off the bench. My knee was messed up. I needed time to get warmed up. Right. So I really couldn't play how I wanted to play. Right. So I came back my senior year. Was good. Me was better. Had a better career. Started kind of building a name. And even though we had Chin there, because Chin got drafted from there. Okay. Chin, me and Chin yeah, went to school yeah. together. Yeah, Jeremy okay. Chin. So he got yeah, drafted yeah. from SIU. You know, he had been there all four I years. Yeah, yeah All-American, all that. So they were hyping him up. So that was good for me just to bring right. other people to come people see People looking me. at the school already. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I already knew, like, okay, I'm probably not getting drafted. Okay. I already knew. Not because I couldn't get drafted. Not because I wasn't good enough. Situation. But situation okay. messed yeah. up, man. Like, it just wasn't going to be good. And so I knew I needed to have enough stats, enough tape, enough film, and drop a certain amount of numbers where I could get a shot. Right. And so I ended up doing my two years there. You know, we went through all that, all the struggles, everything. And I just, I was in dark place. We were all in dark places. Like, it's like you, we caught it like the land of, like the land of dreams. Like anything was probably, we had stuff, so much stuff going on up there. Like, cause we have yeah. people, you know, like I saw you right now, man. Like, yeah, some people come from Chicago and different people, and it's a small school. We only playing in front of two hundred people. What is it like, a graveyard school, damn near, bro? It was it was ghost town. Ghost I never. Town. It was ghost town. Damn, it was ghost town, and playing in front of two hundred people. Yeah, people say, who cares? But like two hundred people, friends and family. It's two hours from the airport. Two hours from the St. Louis airport. How you getting there? Yeah, that's, that's a push. That's a push. Man, I rode. I rode a bus, a Greyhound bus, to get to the airport so I could fly home. Yeah. That's deep. You knew that for two years? And obviously, I drove home sometimes, but you know, my parents would send me gas money to get sure. home. That was a 10-hour yeah. trip by myself. 
Right. From Illinois to Texas. A lot of time to think. A lot of time to think. A lot of time to think about my... And obviously, that, yeah. like, damn, I didn't ruin my whole career. I'm like, damn, look at me. I yeah. didn't came from here to there to the bottom. I'm like, God, damn, I was hurt. SIU. Yeah. To that first that first run on the Raiders. Yeah. How, how'd you get there? So, SIU had a great pro day, run a 4-4-2, oh, jumped to nice. 40, nice. 15 on bench, athletic okay. as hell. Swall. Top, top numbers, you know, all that. If I went to the combine, I'd have been top five in everything. Hell yeah. I'd Humble been, brag. Humble brag. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I had facts are facts. 50 tackle years, 15 PBUs, three picks. Like I went, I went no bump, even though my knee messed up. But obviously I didn't have the same support because not going to a big school. Yeah. You're not on ESPN every week, all this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't seeing that. And then going to the league, obviously, you know, they go and ask your college coaches. So obviously, you know, Oklahoma State did not say good things about me. So that obviously that hurt. And you know, SIU, I wasn't the I wasn't the guy. Chin was the guy, and nothing wrong with that. But obviously, I'm not getting the most publicity because I ain't been there as long. Yeah. And two, I didn't get the accolade. I didn't get the All Americans and stuff. So it's easier sell. Sure. To talk about him. But you had numbers. Yeah. I had numbers, and I had a little bit of tape, and I had length. I'm tall, taller DB, had length. So then a lot of teams reached out. They wanted to talk to me, wooty woo. But you know, a lot of them were concerned about my character because Oklahoma State, and a lot yeah. of them didn't. Under, and that was so. Yeah, I remember 2020 when I came out. That's when COVID happened. Yep. Right. So I didn't get the personal interviews. I didn't get the personal workouts. We couldn't do none of that. So mm-hmm. all scouts had to go off of us with that piece of paper said. And obviously it didn't say nothing good. Yeah, we're right there with you. And I, had to, and I had to own that. I had to own it because, sure. you know, even Oklahoma State, they shouldn't have did that. But in the day, I still did those things. I still got in the fights. I still talked back. And I have to own that. So I'm not mad at them. That takes some very... That takes some man maturity. No, nah, for, for sure. To, for you to understand that. I could blame that. everything on them. They, they of course. Great. I made my own decisions. But what's that? That's not doing anything. No, obviously, yeah. If I was a coach, I wouldn't have said nothing. I'd have said he's a great athlete. just didn't work out here. Yeah. Left it like that. Boom. Left it like that. But they didn't have to do that. They chose to go say these depth. things and go, go in depth. depth. Yeah. And, you know, and I still even making it. Some of the dudes didn't make it. I still had better numbers right. than the dudes that were there. They knew I was a good athlete. They knew I was one of their best corners. But in the day, they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. It's a business. We talked about it. So going through, I'm a COVID baby as well. Yeah. So going through that situation, like take, talk with the draft day. Talk us through draft day. I mean, I was pissed. Because like at that point, remember my numbers start spiking up. Yeah. And so a lot of people started recognizing who I was and they were late to the party though. Sure. But just going the through the, you're getting the phone calls. You're yeah. thinking like, okay, I'm going to get my phone calls. So I, at one point, I projected to go fifth, sixth round. Yeah. Right. At that point, mm-hmm. I'm a tall DB. I just need somebody to take a chance. I know my college career wasn't the best. I know people are saying bad things about me, but, but that you, isn't who I am. You got the numbers, I don't have bad you got the length. Because I didn't shit. have bad character. Yeah. I'm not, I'm a great locker room guy. He knows I've been, I show love. I like this every day. Bring this the juice. I am. Bring the juice. Obviously, whatever they said about me just wasn't true. That was just their perception because they didn't like me. But that's fine. Sure. So I was just praying, and somebody just give me a shot. Give me a shot. And at that point, I was just like, man, if I just get on somebody's team, let me get in somebody's camp. And then at first, when they said, oh, you go fifth, sixth round, I'm like, okay. So I just give me that chance. Because we all know getting drafted is so much better. Yeah. It is. It's, it's better. It's more opportunities, more leash, more. It's just, it's just what it it's, is. It's, it's more leeway. But at the same time, I didn't think like, oh, I'm supposed to go second round. I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to do that. No, I knew right. I had the talent, but I knew my career wasn't, it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to speak yeah, You're a realist. You get it. Yeah. So obviously first day that goes by. Second day, I'm like, well, the Cardinals dude had reached out. They like DBs. That maybe he can swing something. Maybe I can go fourth round. You know what I'm saying? We'll do third day come. I said, okay, this this is more realistic for my day. Yeah. Okay, so you know, people start going off the board, and so teams start calling call my agent like in the fifth round, like, hey, you know, if he doesn't make it, you know, we'll, we'll sign him to undrafted free agent contract. Boom, boom, boom. And then like I watched the, the, the draft from that my backyard through the window. That's how I watched. <laughs> I was pissed. Cause I just knew, like, man, if that one, if them coaches had just said something good about me or just said, hey, Madre's a good ad, he's worked hard, it'd have been a difference. And mm-hmm. I knew that 
I wasn't going to get drafted or my name would get called at all just because of what another man said that didn't even know me. Didn't and know. they were going to go off of that because in COVID, a lot of dude, like, you know, a lot of scouts couldn't go and do a, an in-depth research like sure. they usually mm-hmm. do with all the calls and the private interviews. Oh, we, we, and, saw, we, we played with some dudes that yeah. probably should have got a better chance than the opportunity. Oh, there's like yeah. four or five of us. And that, a lot of teams, a lot of teams, if you remember that year, a lot of teams were only driving people that went to the combine. Yeah. See, I was blessed. That's a good well, and, 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 okay, yeah. Dre, you know damn well, like we said, I don't bring the juice many times. Like, let's say you had X amount of tackles. This right. is your resume and you right. go to Bama versus you go to it doesn't Fresno look as good. State or a Southern Illinois. It doesn't look as good. It's 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 really competition not, it's, down. It's, it's, yeah. it's fucked. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, it's damn near fucked. And up. It's, it's almost a slap in the face when everybody tells you like if you're that guy, they'll find you. They'll find you. Because like we like if you go to a school, you, you know, like come on now, like you you like maybe like I, I got drafted. I, I was blessed to go to the combine right. and all that stuff. But like if I had my same numbers and I went to a Wisconsin or a SEC team, I'd be the second round draft pick. Second round, you know what I'm saying? And, and you can't. I mean, I made all work team my rookie year. So like yeah, you're not gonna facts. sit here and tell me like, oh no, you wouldn't have made it. So like we know, like dude, like it's not. They're not going to find you if you go to another team. You know? Everything it, in life it, has yeah. its bias, yeah, right? for and sure, its, and its assumptions and all that bullshit. And like, and if, to me, it's like if you're if you if you're on the field, and you stepping hard enough, you'll get a chance. Yeah, I'll that's tell you that one much. Thing I will say you will get a chance if you, you if you're at the top level in your conference, you will get a chance. Right now, how you do with that chance? How that chance works out? I don't know. Got to strike on the iron. How top, it comes? Bro. I mean, it could be. I mean, shit. I I wouldn't do it my second year too. I know. Right. You, like, I mean, it's third down. You ain't played all game. It's it's the third quarter. You with the halftime. You I'm ain't cold. did nothing. Get hey, in. Third and eight. You're in man. You're in zero. Yeah. Go out in. there and lock them up. Go out there and lock them up. And go out there and get burned if you want to. You and what play you again. think? And what you think? <laughs> what do you think the quarterback when they say you come on the field? We do the quarterback. This quarterback sees you walk on the field. He knows you know you ain't played. I'm what, throwing going at what you. you think, what do you think he want to do? He looked over at his you. receiver. He gets a little hand signal and he looked at you. <laughs> you know what's coming. No, <laughs> you know, for sure. You know what's coming. So it, it was a crazy year because it's just like, dang, man, I ain't get to because the workouts would have helped me because then right. I had the opportunity to explain my story like I'm sure. talking to y'all mm-hmm. and show the maturity. Boy, Nick, and I'm just saying, you know? Dre, like we've known each other what an hour now. Yeah. Like, bro, like you got your high character dude, like you got your head yeah. on the shoulders. I'm not no crazy also, man, like they think I am. I ain't know that. I just but I just I just I'm passionate. That's it. That's all it is. And I want a dude on my team that loves football. Yeah, I want foxhole guys, bro. Not for sure. And my dad's a blue collar player. Like he, like we grew up on that. Going out there and handling your job, like going out there and smacking people, stepping on people's necks. We were yeah. dominating every play. That's what I was taught right. to do. I'm not an NFL scout, but if I was at your pro day, whatever you want to call it, yeah. your stock's going up. And I and <laughs> I did my pro day at Northwestern. I didn't even do it at SIU. I had to pay two hundred and fifty dollars to do my pro day at Northwestern. And it wasn't guaranteed. I had to run a 40 first. And if they didn't like your 40, you couldn't do nothing else. What do you mean they didn't like your 40? Like you had, if, you they didn't, if they watched your 40 and your 40 time, they didn't want to see no more, you didn't get to do nothing else for the rest of the pro day. SIU had really? a pro day, but it's in March. It's cold. We don't have an indoor SIU. So it's cold. It's windy. It's rainy. You're tight. You're I said, man, I, there's no You're way. I, yeah. There's no way. You're I not going to put the same numbers up. So I, I said I have to make it past Northwestern forty times. So yeah, they only guarantee you four because we're not. We didn't go to Northwestern, obviously. Yeah, they're just nice allowing us to do our to do sure. a pro day there. Sure, you have to pay to go there. And so if my forty say I had run a four six, sure, the scouts may have been like, we don't need uh, to see yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and we're cool off the the southern. And you don't get guy. to do no jumps, no nothing. That's fun, so right. me making it past Northwestern was right. such a blessing that I got to do the drills and do bench and do vertical and that really propelled me. Because yeah. if I didn't make it past that, oh man, I may not have been in the league. I ain't going to lie to you. Man, one, one thing that I've just been, I mean, like I said, I, you know, we know we have mutual guys, my right. brother Javen and stuff like that. Just getting to know you right now. I mean, just all the stuff we talked about at the beginning, all of the real sure. estate stuff you're doing, all the, the college stuff you went through, yeah. different teams you played in the NFL. I mean, do you think that all that stuff you went through from the jump 
propelled you to where you are now. Facts. It it, it it made me one appreciate ball that much more because I feel like at some point when everything's going right in ball, I would tell my like Michael would tell me this like when ball's not going right, it feels like nothing in life is going right. I swear, like I don't know, some of the bodies is intertwined because of how deep we're we're in this. And then like all those trials and tribulations helped me made me a better man, a better right. person, a better teammate, a better player. So when I go to these teams, I'm always going to show good, good, good. I'm always going to show good favor. I'm always going to smile because I'm just thankful to be in the yeah. building. And then, yeah, when I do get cut, I know how to take it because I have been talked about. I have been downed. I have been counted out. So when they cut me, I don't take it personal because it isn't yeah. personal. It's business. It's business. So I can still sit there and smile on the face because I know that in that job and that building and those teams I played for, I went hard. You were positive. I did everything impact. I was supposed you to do. You were an asset. Yeah. I did everything I was supposed to do. Yeah. I didn't do it because I didn't show up on time. I'm not late. I knew what to do. It's not. It's just business. Yeah. And that helped, like you said, that helped me be able to keep getting signed and keep being on teams and just mm-hmm. keep putting a good name out there for myself. Because you remember in the league, I'm still fighting my college stuff. Yeah. You don't think teams that signed me knew my report? You don't think they were waiting for me to do something crazy? They're you don't think they were waiting on me waiting to, for you to fight? Waiting for me to fight? Mm-hmm. And I in college, it wasn't like I was fighting because I just, oh, I woke up and just Bro, wanted to fight somebody. Days in college, there's days in fall camp where you've been working out all summer together and you're getting after it and all of a sudden you're like, Bro, we finally got some helmets on. Like you get in yeah. bed, you you get. In it wasn't like I woke up yeah. with a bigger tight end real quick, and he holds yeah. on a little longer. You hold on a little longer. Yeah. You get a couple of one of these. Also, yeah, it wasn't like oh nah, oh, I'm fight. just gonna start fighting a date. Like nah, bro. Oh, or like bro. um, I remember one time like I caught a pick and you know talking talking you know talking smack to the receiver, and next you know he smacks me. So yeah, I'm gonna fight him. I'm, yeah, I'm a fight, man. That's fight worthy. That's fight <laughs> I'm a man. That's you know what I'm saying? One time I got I got cut in practice. Dude was mad he couldn't block me, so he cut me. Yeah, I'm gonna beat you up. You could have blew out my knee. You cut me in practice. You don't was cut it, was me. Was it live? No. Oh, I was gonna say if no. it was live. I'm, yeah, practice, I'm, cutting, yeah. I'm cutting the shit out of somebody. No. But if, unless it's not live. That's it's not. Up. We're just practicing. It was a blocking yeah. drill. Oh no. How are you no. gonna cut me in a blocking drill? Literally yeah. receiver DB blocking drill. And he cut me. That's all oh, no. So, you got, uh, yeah. so one thing we talked about, you don't drink alcohol, don't nah. don't do the smoke, don't none of that. Never been my thing. Do you like pistachios? Yes. Go ahead. Good source of protein. Let them know. Hey, you like pistachios? Yeah. Because this podcast is hosted by the American Pistachio Growers Association. Okay, that's dope. If you want pistachio, if you want to perform like the pros, eat your pistachios, bro. Pistachios are a good source of protein. Y'all should eat that. Hey, Hey, for sure. You want unlimited pistachios for the rest of your life? Really? I could do that? Bro. Bring the juice could give that to you. Bring the juice. Let me tell you. We let them know. I got you, Dre. Listen, Plug these are in. the best part of protein you could possibly have. You throw them in your mouth, nice little little pick me up, whatever you want it to be. Nah, after sure. I practice, used to a lot because I'm a skinny guy, I play DB, and I'd be having problems eating weight. So I like need to snack a lot. Do you like the shelled ones, pre-shelled ones? Which ones do you? I like, like the shell. I like to. I like to suck on them because I like the flavor. I like to suck on the shells. <laughs> I know. Hey, Sip said the same shit. I know. Sip was like, and the, and the little <laughs> green ones. Sip's never no. had a pistachio. Oh, it's good. Pistachios are good. Nah, I got no, you we, the flavored yeah. ones. All of nah, them. for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we, yeah we, hit me yeah, up. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Plug me in. And we I'm always you. looking for sponsorships and deals, man. I'll promote anything. I'm, I ain't got no deals, no clothing, no shoes, no Nike, no nothing. Hey, bring the juice. What's up? Put you on as an ambassador right now. Put me on. Unlimited hats, shirts. Yeah. Bunch Literally. of other shit, but we I'll got rock you. it. Take and when you come to Fresno, because watch me, Mike's alma mater. You, yeah. you can check out Dervos Deli, I'm which is that. the premier chicken sandwich of the of the valley. Oh, best got, sandwich spot. We got the fries oh. that'll cross your eyes. Mm. The shakes that'll make you quick, mm. bro. And we got that. Okay, we got I'm all with that. that. Nice, nice crispy bread, the I'm bacon. With that. We got that. 
that thinly sliced pickle. With that. We got all of it, bro. We, we got to shoot videos, content. I'm big on content this year. Oh, yeah. bro. I brought my, brought my own camera bag. I'm Whoa. shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm taking flicks. flicks. I took some hey, flicks. Hey, we ready to flick out Yeah, for sure. He got, he, got, he got some flicks. Yeah, I'm decent with it. I'm learning. I'm getting better. Dre, before we wrap this up real quick, because I got a flight to catch. No, for sure. I got one question for you, bro. Talk to me. You got this positive vibe, bro. Yeah. You bring the juice, you fly up, you get your piss hot. And I love that shit. And I hear energy. Being a man who's been out of sports for a while, one of the reasons I started this podcast is because mm-hmm. I had such a positive mindset of how to attack every day. As no, an for sure. And shit doesn't always go your way. It does not. But you understand when you're a young man as an athlete, and, and your father sounds like he was a phenomenal. No, he is for a sure. phenomenal he man. He is for sure. He's pushed you. My dad pushed me in our unique way. I told you I'm a farm kid. My brothers are now growing in successful young right. athletes. I've right. done my time. I got a podcast now. Right. Right. I'm I'm not I'm not, I'm the shitty athlete in the family. It's okay. Brother. You went through it. You grinded. I mean, it's. I'm, and remember, I'm, let me tell you, kids. Football is not the only way to make money, and right, it's not right, the only right. fulfillment in life. It's a good part of your life. Yes. it's a great moment. You make some a lot of great people, but it's not the end all, be all. You can still do other things. So, Dre, man, what leads me to this question? This last question here. That same mindset, and this is my reason I started bringing the news. If I could take that mindset. That tricked me into running as hard as I can Facts. in every single drill, Put being the in. best version of myself I could possibly be as an athlete and apply that as a as a businessman, right. a father, a It'd man in my community, a husband, whatever be it might be. How can I do it? So what's your plan once you're done playing football? Once, once the cleats, they got no bottoms anymore and it's over. Because that day is going to come for everybody. Yeah, because I mean, I tell my people all the time, like, Jay, no, I'm going to play football until I can't run no more. I don't yes. care what nobody says. So the wheels I will off, play bro. on every team. I don't care. And I will give every team the same amount of effort. I will go hard. Like the Steelers. Man, I want to put... This is Mike Tomlin, man. This is Steelers. This is, Mike Tomlin. This yeah, that's is a good the, franchise. This is terrible towels. That's a good franchise. You don't franchise. think I'm not going to go out there like I did every Black other and team yellow, Black and, and go... As hard as I can to get them. I don't care. So at this point, yeah, I want to play defense. I want to play corner. I don't know if y'all do that. I play corner. Yeah, I want to start. I want all that. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm going to give the team what they need. If they want me to run down on kickoff and knock somebody's head off, that's what I'm giving them. Yep. Yeah. If they want me to go down there and block on punt, that's what I'm giving them. Yes, the sir. best gunner in the league, that's what I'm giving them. Because to yeah. me, it's not about you all the time. Nah. nah. I'm giving the team the best what they need. Now, yeah, I want to play corner. And yeah, I want to start. Yeah, I want to make 50 million. But at the end of the day, I'm going to give what the team needs. And if that's my role, that's my role. And I'm going to go hard as hell at it. I promise you that. Hey, we're going to clip that shit, bro. Steeler Nation yeah, is yeah. crazy. We're going to go hard right as hell at it. Hard. They're getting everything they got from me. As hell long yeah. as I can run and all these bones work, I'm playing ball. Hell yeah. Now, afterwards, I would like to, the goal is I want to have 100 properties. Mm. So I want to have 100 I like properties. that you have a goal. I want to have 100 properties. Yes, I started with the Airbnbs and I want to continue doing that because I feel like it'll be around for a long time. But I want to have 100 properties, you know, that I'm building equity that I own, clear and fear, you know, clear and free from the bank. Sure. Pay me for the rest of my life because that's the residual income you get forever. Yes. And then I would like to also, I want to get into startups one day where I can get into like the Postmates and the Ubers before they were Ubers and Postmates. Right. Yeah. yeah. Get into these companies at the ground it level. The that's my next thing. step. It the easiest thing. It's not. But that's my next step. And obviously, you know, maybe I, you know, I speak well, I have good energy. Maybe I'll be an, an analysis or an announcer or, you know, something like that. But I would like for my investments in real estate to pay for my life. And after that, I'm able just to do other things, you know, right. be a great father and be a great husband and get married one day and just do business. Like, I want to do deals, man. I want to be like- Wheeling and dealing, bro. I want to be like LeBron and them. I want to be able to call certain companies up and have signature this and signature that and set up an event and do this and do that or have a joint camp and we go- I don't know. I want to be able to do you things You want to be a part day. of stuff, bro. Yeah. I want I my name that. to hold weight. I want people, when they think about Madre Harper and they think about Madre Harper Enterprises or whatever business I'm in, mm. that I do good business, yeah. that my name holds weight, that I what I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. When right. I do, it's going to be successful. 
And it could be anything because you never know what type of deal is going to come for us. Like, you know, yeah. you just stashed your thing. That was a complete, you know, you took a chance. Wow. I'm to say a yeah. chance. Like, you know, you went out there, you got an open mind. Co -host. Wow. Big co-host. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things like that. I'm into that stuff. Like, yeah, man, I don't care. To. If I believe in the product and I like it, yeah, I want to endorse it. Yeah, I want to be a part of it. Right. I want to be in movies. I want to act, man. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? I a great person. I feel like I could be in front of the screen. Yeah, I may need to ask in classes. I may need some classes. I may need some direction. Yeah. Oh, man. But I'll do it. I'll go do it. I'll be an extra in the movie and have one part. So I think all that stuff is just great to keep doing. Everything that life has to offer. Build your name, build your brand, network, oh, yeah. strike with the iron talk, capitalize yeah. on things. Dre, before I wrap it up, anything you want to say to bring the juice nation? Man, bring the news, bring the juice nation. Man, y'all need to come out, go grind, get to it every day. Y'all want to be famous, you want to have money, you want to do all this, but y'all don't want to put the same work in. If you put the same amount of time you do it is watching this podcast and, mm. and worrying about oh. what other people are doing, mm -hmm. I promise you'll be that much better in life. Yes, and sir. you know what? Pray to the Most High. Pray to God, man. Have somebody in your life that's going to support you, your lady, your mom, your friend. And man, every day you wake up, just attack it. Because to me, it's a blessing every day we wake up. Every day we, we wake up, we go open our eyes, it's a blessing. And so every day we have another day to attack this. That's why I don't never rest. We don't, you should never rest. Why? Oh, rest yeah. for what? You Nothing. rest when you die. Real talk. Every day you could be productive doing something. Yeah. Man, let me tell you, I, I appreciate Frank hosting the Bring the Juice House. Man, we coming back out, out here in Dallas. I mean, my boy Dre, I knew I was hyping him up all day. I knew <laughs> yeah. he was going to come through. I mean, yeah. this is a great, great show. Great app. Gonna Love come. it, man. Love it. Great app. Be sure to follow Dre on the pod. Follow Mike on the pod. Coast to bring the juice down. I think it's official at this point. It, yeah. it is. God damn. Buy your merch. It is. Subscribe. Unsubscribe. Subscribe. Buy the merch. Follow the YouTube. YouTube. Hey, YouTube. If you, if, if TikTok. TikTok. Instagram. If you, Instagram. If you need an Airbnb in the area, hit him with Dre's problem. Come on, man. Plug him hey, man. We're doing, we doing coaching. I got a guy for you. We're doing coaching. Y'all need some Airbnb coaching. I damn near my call to Dallas in the next like week or two, and I might rent out one of your Airbnbs. Do it. I got your link, man. That'd be a good move. I'd be a good little move. That's what and I'm we could do like a little podcast little there, and then we could right do something there. right there. Downtown Dallas, like rooftop, good visuals, good visuals, good visuals. Yes, rooftop, yeah, rooftop. Yeah, it's player. Ooh, getting after it. It's player, right. get your piss hot. Fire me up. We'll see y'all next week. Bring the juice. Appreciate you guys. Peace out.